Good morning, I'm Councillor Glenn and this is Saturday, February 3rd. This morning I'm at Village Square Park. Um, look at the look at the great rink here. Uh, unfortunately, with all the warm weather lately, uh, the shape of our outdoor rinks is not great, but we've got a cold day today, cold day tomorrow. Maybe it'll be enough to uh, resurrect some of our outdoor rinks. This one's managed by the Stittsville Minor Hockey Association, and uh, all their volunteers do such a great job uh, keeping this rink uh, up and running. Um, at, at night, they've got some lights strung up around it. I don't know if you can see that there in the background, but a really nice atmosphere here at Village Square Park. And thank you to all the volunteers at our outdoor rinks. And I hope the weather starts cooperating so we can get some more ice time in the coming days and weeks here in February. Um, this is also National Eat Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. I don't know if that's uh, an actual sanctioned day by any government or if it's just a clever marketing ploy, uh, but maybe it doesn't matter. Uh, National Eat Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. And this morning here at Village Square Park from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., actually just next door at the barn that's just uh, east of the park, uh, Homespun Ice Cream will be here with their ice cream truck and uh, celebrating a very, very important occasion. All right, let's get into the updates. I wanted to start with the Goldburn Museum. I spoke briefly about this last week, uh, but Ottawa police have now put out uh, a call for witnesses or information in relation to what they're calling a hate-motivated mischief incident uh, where someone removed the pride flag from the pole at the museum and uh, and burned it. Uh, so a really disturbing instance of of mischief and hate. Uh, if you have any information, you can contact police. You can also make an anonymous tip via Crime Stoppers. And uh, if you know anything, have any information, really encourage you to do that. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that the um, museum plans on raising that flag again as soon as they can get the flagpole repaired. And uh, um, yeah, so we're thinking about you at the Gulliver Museum. Also thinking about everybody uh, affected by this. It's a, it's a pretty disturbing act of of mischief. I'm not sure mischief fully captures it. So, all right, moving on. Um, volunteer awards. The Stittsville Volunteer Awards, we give them out every spring. We just opened this week a call for nominations in the six categories, including the Roger Griffiths Memorial Citizen of the Year. You can find more information on my website. The, uh, the shortcut to get there is glengower.ca slash volunteer. And uh, there's an online form you can use to submit your nomination. So if you know someone who helps out in the community as a volunteer, we'd like to hear from you. Um, other updates in the community, 6310 Hazeldean Road. This is the proposal for 400 apartments across from the Farm Boy. A reminder that we do have our information meeting on February 20th with the developer, Devmont. I've also shared on my website uh, the first in a series of articles I'm writing, just analyzing the um, the application and and looking at how, what the law says, what policy says, how planners are likely to evaluate this one. Um, the first installment is up on my website, glengower.ca, and uh, it dives into how are they even allowed to ask for a zoning bylaw amendment that would increase the height limit from five meters to 77 meters. So breaking down what uh, what the current zoning says, what the official plan says, and the big gap in between there. So if you're interested in that development or development in general, please read that and we'll have another installment up probably on Sunday or Monday. Um, I, and I just wanted to say, because uh, we've had a lot of feedback and so on, 
when uh, you hear from uh, politicians at other levels of government, provincial, federally, whether it's the premier or the prime minister or the leader of the opposition or the housing ministers, province or feds, um, when they talk about things like uh, cities need to eliminate red tape, cities need to build more housing and build it faster, cities need to build housing or uh, they will lose out on infrastructure money. Um, these are the kinds of, of policies and, and uh, approaches at the federal and provincial level that lead to the rapid growth that we're hearing, seeing here in Stittsville. So more on that later as well. I just wanted to mention that this morning. Um, some good news for the Friends of Stittsville Wetlands. This is a new group that was established last year. Uh, they've received a grant of $3,500 from the Ottawa Stewardship Council that they're going to use towards setting up the organization and some administrative setup they need to do. Their mission, of course, is to protect the natural areas, including the wetlands that are west of Stittsville, to make sure they're protected in perpetuity against uh, new developments. So uh, good stuff. We had a uh, check presentation over by Pool Creek the other day. And uh, it's congratulations to, uh, to Janet and Steve uh, from the Friends of the Wetland for all the work that you're doing. And thanks to uh, another Janet from the Ottawa Stewardship Council for uh, for helping to coordinate that grant. That's great. On Thursday morning, uh, I was at the Carp Road Corridor Business Association Annual General Meeting. Uh, not a group I've talked a lot about here because uh, it's relatively new to Stittsville. When they redrew the boundaries of Stittsville about a year and a half ago, uh, we became part of the Carp Road Corridor. Uh, they're a, a massive business area that stretches from uh, Stittsville all the way up, almost to, all the way to Carp, along Carp Road. There are about 400 businesses that are established there and all sorts of businesses. One of the examples we had at the meeting, um, you know, there's a, a one-person shop called Serenity Stumps and Cutting Boards that does some homemade, uh, uh, well, not homemade, but uh, artisan-type uh, fabrications. So that's on one hand, on the small hand. On the other hand, you have big organizations. One of them is Oz Optics over on, uh, on Westbrook. And uh, they have over 200, I think close to 250 employees, including some quantum physicists on staff. So quite a range of businesses, a lot of construction and contracting and so on as well. But uh, really important and foundational to our local economy, not just in the West End, but across Ottawa. So uh, more to come with that group, I'm sure. We had some important updates in the last few weeks from the Ottawa uh, School Board about the new Stittsville Public High School. They have named a new principal, Principal Krista Hudson. So welcome to Stittsville, Krista. And uh, they've, they've, they're now saying construction will be finished this summer in time for an opening of the school in September. Now, I know last week they did some... Um, uh, information sessions for parents. So if you missed that, uh, you should probably go on to the uh, Ottawa District School Board website for more information or contact your local school uh, that your kids go to. And I'm sure they can put you in touch with Principal Hudson there at the new school. So exciting things. We've been waiting a long, long time for a public high school in Stittsville and it's, it's finally on our doorstep. That's great. Um, I've mentioned my website a few times. There's a couple other things I should highlight. Uh, there's information about this year's Painted Up program. This is a grant program for murals, um, murals on the sides of buildings in, in public areas. So 
Uh, maybe you have an idea for a mural along Stittsville Main Street to help beautify the street or somewhere else in our community. Uh, so check that out for more information. And uh, reminder that we have registration coming up over the next couple weeks for recreation programs and summer camps and aquatics and so on. So uh, uh, some dates coming up soon. So if uh, you're interested in getting your kids enrolled in that, check out ottawa.ca or my website for more information. Uh, this week at City Hall, <clears throat> excuse me, I think I have three committees this week. One of them is Transit Commission that I chair, and a big topic is fare compliance. Uh, OC Transpo has relaunched uh, their, their fare inspectors and a new pilot program where they, they get partnered with a special constable when they're uh, going through the transit system. Uh, I've had a, a range of feedback on this. Um, I wanted to say I think fare compliance and fare enforcement is really important. Paying your fare is kind of a fundamental uh, unit of, of behavior and, and fairness on public transit. And, and it's kind of like the broken windows theory. You know, I think that was started in New York where right away if there's an issue, if there's a graffiti or broken windows, you fix that right away and it helps stem the tide of, of bigger crime. And I think it's the same thing with fares and OC Transpo. Um, you know, if, if, uh, if you pay attention to fares and make sure everyone is paying, um, I, I think it's an important message to send about respect overall, about respecting operators, respecting your fellow passengers. Uh, if you're following the rules of paying your fares, I think you're more likely to follow rules like uh, not leaving garbage behind uh, on the bus if you're taking the bus. Uh, just, just you know, general respectful behavior in a very public and uh, an open kind of environment there. So um, I think it's it's in summary, I do think it's very good that OC Transpo is um, is approaching fare enforcement with uh, some more attention and some more diligence. I think it's a good thing for public transit. And you know what the the revenue or the lost revenue that is important, but I think it's secondary to promoting that sense of, of fairness and safety and respect on public transit. Uh, this is Black History Month. I wanted to mention that for sure. There are a ton of events happening across the city for Black History Month. Uh, check out our website for the multicultural calendar. We've got a link to the official Black History Ottawa page where you can check out all the activities. Uh, many of them are back in person this year. I know there's a, a youth event coming up at the end of the month uh, in, in Canada, just, just across the border, just across Terry Fox Drive. It's practically Stittsville. Um, so I'll share some information about that in a, a coming uh, um, update. Uh, but uh, yeah, so lots of events. I hope, <coughs> excuse me, I hope people have a chance to uh, check that out and participate. And uh, our multicultural calendar, <coughs> pardon me, our multicultural calendar is online. We publish this uh, every month with a list of important dates for all sorts of uh, cultural groups, religious groups, and so on in our community. So check that out on my website. Uh, last update is uh, the Stittsville Canada Kiwanis Youth Drop-In Centre, which was going to be or is going to be at Frederick Brant Banting. It was supposed to be opening February 6th. Uh, they've had to delay that opening slightly due, so, due to some issues with the, uh, the setup there, but uh, hopefully we have a new date established soon and we'll communicate that out. Uh, we've had a lot of volunteer interest, so lots of volunteers uh, just trying to work out some details with the venue. So thank you to uh, Kiwanis for all your work on that. All right, I'm going to stop there. Uh, I hope you get a chance to uh, get outside, uh, get some uh, physical activity outside, enjoy the fresh air. It's colder, but uh, not unpleasantly cold. And uh, hopefully uh, we can get these outdoor rinks back up and running <clears throat> and in better shape soon so we can get some more skating in Rideau Canal. Hey, if you're looking for someplace to skate, 
Rideau Canal is closed, but there are some outdoor rinks that are open and in really good shape. There's the Rink of Dreams at City Hall, and there's the rink at Ben Franklin Place in Nepean and Centerpoint, and there's the rink at Lansdowne Park. Uh, they're refrigerated um, rinks, so uh, they're outdoors, but they're, they're in great shape. I was on the Rink of Dreams yesterday, and uh, it was great to be outside skating. Anyhow, I'll stop there. Have a great week, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for watching. Bye.